Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're going to have this ability to now reframe. Allow yourself time throughout the day to stress the fuck out. The thoughts and the feelings and the behavior cycle can start changing. Ooh, I love what you just said there about the cycle and start changing. If you've been trying to lose weight forever, if there's one thing I've learned, it's not just what you're doing physically, what you're eating and when and supplements or any of your sleep and your stress or any of that. It's what's going on mentally. And after spending years trying to lose weight, it can really do a number on your mental health. And we can be, I think, our own worst enemies when it comes to getting in our own way or not wanting to see what we need to see or not owning what we need to own or not knowing what we need to work through when there's all this stuff that we need to work through. So we're going to try to work through all of it today. Just that with Dr. Beverly David. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Gina. <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> list. <laughs> why, why is losing weight so hard mentally? Like... I think change is hard. I think yeah. whatever we're trying to change is often hard. And you, and what a what a wonderful way that you've introduced it because we do, you know, have these thoughts going on in our beautiful brains that can catch us out all of the time. Um, so yes, it's not just about well, it's it's all about our thinking and it's all about our psychology and it's all about you know how we think, feel, and do and what how our body responds to that. So. Change is hard, um, but one step at a time, which you Okay, so let's start with, let's start with, I've signed, I'm so excited to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I know people who've done this program and been successful. It seems like, you know, it's a healthy way, physically, mentally, like it seems a little different than anything I've done, which is a good thing. I'm so excited. And then I start and I'm just resisting and you know i'm feeling frustrated because the scale isn't moving you know mm -hmm. when i want it to move things aren't happening the way i want them to happen or they're happening and i want them to move faster yet i you know feel like i'm doing all the things but i'm not really doing all the things there's lots of things i could do and it just you're stuck in your feels mm -hmm. or, or or festering in your funk i like to call it where for something that you're so excited and hopeful about, all of a sudden that the emotions just turn really negative. The, the internal mm -hmm. dialogue's gotten negative. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm hopeful I'll be here. But what do I do with that? Okay, you, you've heard me before talk about that, that very famous study in the British Journal of Health Psychology that showed that when we have very, very high expectations, you know, things like New Year's resolutions, um, I am going to, you know, be different tomorrow. When we set ourselves up so high, it's really hard to, to make that jump. And if we're able to, to maintain more modest expectations, we're way more likely to be able to see success. And when we do see that on a 12-week on a program or a 92-day-a-week um, program, it, we're going to see the results better 
by slow and steady and being in the present and being in the here and now instead of already demanding we we want to see change we must see change because if we don't see that then we've set ourselves up for disappointment and if we're disappointed we're more likely to give up um and the thing is humans we know psychology psychology of humans is that we have already developed these schemas around ourselves you know whether we are saying, you know, here we go again, I'm going to last two weeks and I, I probably yep. will fail or I'm not going to, to follow through or I'm not going to finish. So that those things are going to get in our way. Um, and like I've spoken to you before, when we're looking, we're going to start becoming hyper-focused on those things that we want to see change quicker. So then it's going to be all about those things. And if we don't see them, then we're going to assume that we failed. And it's small, small incremental steps that are going to then make a very big difference in the future. Everyday changes. This is so huge because I'm just sitting here thinking about dieting, the diet industry, and how it just like lose 20 pounds in three days, mm -hmm. you know, 21 day program, like quick fixes, all of that. It's like you start to believe or buy into that you should be losing mm. a lot more, a lot sooner. It should be easier for you to reach your goals. Like the diet industry, just that's its whole thing is trying to make it seem so easy, eat less, exercise more. So we have these expectations. Yeah. So should I just start promoting the program as, you know, sign up, maybe you'll lose, maybe you won't. I don't know. Meh. We'll see what happens. <laughs> You've asked me that before. It's funny, but I like how you promise it's, it's something that's finally forever. You know, we are learning how to do this forever. You know, mm. looking after ourselves, looking after our health, looking after our, our whole body instead of just one bit, because that's what we need. We need to be concentrating on every bit of our body, the holistic approach. Um, but yes, thoughts can get in the way. And you wanted me to talk about that, that those three C's that I brought yes. up last group. Um, yeah. and, and this can be a clever way of, of sort of just a snappy, <laughs> snappy way of remembering how to do it. Now, most people know I'm more gentle than this. But it's, it comes from a cognitive behavioral therapy approach. Now, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is, is gold standard because it's, it's very easy to measure. You know, when we have research um, protocols, we would give one group of however many thousand people one treatment and another group the, the placebo. So this treatment is we can measure CBT quite easy because it's very structured. And what it looks at is how our thoughts get in our way. Or, or can help us, you know, for better or worse, they can help us um, move the pendulum, our, yeah. our feelings, our behaviors, and our body. So this, the, the, the three C's are really all about those thoughts. Catch it, cancel it, and correct it. And in a gentler way, what that is, is, is to slow our thoughts down because our thoughts, you know, I've said before, 6,000 thoughts are running through our head every day. You know, lots of them will be including monitoring ourselves, comparing ourselves, uh, criticizing ourselves, hopefully some praising of ourselves. You know, that's definitely allowed. But they're swirling around. And, and a lot of people think that, you know, 
thoughts, we, we can manage them, but they're very, very automatic and they're very, very fast. And we've been practicing them for years. Our thoughts have been their habit. You know, our thoughts are, are just like building a habit. And so we're trying to now notice them and notice if there are any no, uh, negative automatic thoughts. That's what I often call the gnats. Okay. Okay. So I just want to, I want to talk about that because this is so huge because when we talk about your issues and associations and your habits and, you know, we're, I know we'll, we'll talk, you know, in, in, in conversations coming up about past traumas and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the work. And when you talk about cognitive behavioral therapy, we were at the uh, Canadian obesity summit in the spring, and this was a massive conversation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, so was all the new, you know, pharmaceuticals when it comes to weight loss, um, you know, Ozempic and whatnot. But the missing link was the cognitive behavioral therapy because everyone was so stuck on your body becomes wired in a certain way. And it's really, really difficult to change that. But everyone who I spoke to agreed that it's you absolutely can change it. But mm -hmm. it's like, how do you do it? And this is what I love about the program. It's so systematic physically with what you're eating and when the changes that you're making along the way and you're building, building on, you know, one week builds on the next on the next, but not just physically, mentally. And I do, before we get into the three C's, the last mm -hmm. time Dr. Beverly joined us in the previous group, it was a game changing conversation for people. This was wow. so huge. This ability to, the program is really great for bringing up awareness, but then what? And that's what we're going to get into right now. So you notice you're having your, your, your big feels, you notice you're having your negative thoughts. What do you do about them to get out of your own way and actually change them? Mm -hmm. So before we begin then, let's remember, cause you just hit on it and you can, you can word that very well. Neurons that fire together, wire together. Okay. So mm. neurons are up in the brain. The more we can let them fire together, that's creating a new pathway, the more they're going to wire and become a new highway. Okay, so all of these fast roads to I'm not good enough or I won't be able to or our worthiness is tied up with, with external things, if we can start noticing them and changing them, then we're going to rewire. And that's really important. You're, you're absolutely right. Change is possible. And we're going to be trying to hardwire more happiness and positivity. Because remember, the brain is going to be on the lookout. It's going to be on the lookout for danger. It's quite pessimistic. And so it's it's harder work to try and help the brain correct some schema and look for the positives. You know, for, for you know, nine positives that happen. If one negative happens in the day, we're going to ruminate, we're going to dwell on it, and, and that's going to bring down our mood. Yes. Like you get on the scale and you know, you're doing all the things and it's, but, but the scale isn't down and that ruins mm -hmm. my whole day or the yeah. scale is up because of whatever, maybe it's up because it's about to drop and doesn't mean that I'm doing anything wrong or I'm not doing what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I know that, but it still ruins my whole day and sets the tone for the whole day. Yeah. So that's about, that's, a, that can be catching. Okay. So that can be a moment to think, okay, if I'm slowing my day down and I'm able to notice that I suddenly have changed a feeling, I was a different 10 minutes ago and now something's happened. Now it's time to put our detective glasses on with compassion, without judgment to be thinking what's happened here. And then we might be able to think about, okay, I went on the scales and suddenly I just felt in that funk. 
okay so this might be when we're able to think okay it appears that i'm valuing myself based on externals and then we'd want to separate our worth from that because if we if, if you know if we value ourselves only because of a, a number on a scale then we're going to be going like this all of the time we need to know that we are always worthy we are always lovable regardless and we talked about that last time yeah. so then we've got to start doing the work to see if there's any patterns to our thinking okay so when we might have that feeling the feeling is often the easiest thing to catch but i want everybody that's enrolled in your in your course and in your maintenance group um to get really familiar with feeling words do an alphabet game try and flesh it out you know there's angry there's agitated there's a um uh i don't know brave bold courageous confident you know go through the alphabet and, and see if you can label as many feeling words so emotions because that's key our brain wants to be able to put a name to a feeling okay because as soon as we have a name to it our left brain is engaged language i okay. feel sad or i feel jealous or i feel less than or i feel so we want to be able to find that feeling the okay, so i'm on the scale and i'm i'm just ugh. yeah and so, so i want to so then think what is that what, what is that? that yeah is okay. it just i feel grotty i feel hopeless i feel a failure whatever that feeling is then that we want to write that down we want to then try and get out of the scales brush our teeth carry on with our morning and then come back to that thing think what was that about i wonder and then we gently start looking at the thoughts and there's particular types of thoughts that psychologists are looking at especially when we, we're using cbt as a model we want to to see because this we call them the thinking traps okay um so we might blow things out of proportion okay that we might call that catastrophizing we might think this is it it's never gonna go down okay so we've blown it and then we might even get worse this is it the scale didn't go down my partner's gonna leave me i'm gonna likely lose my job nobody's gonna be with me when i'm old and it's Spiral. suddenly yeah and then what's going to happen to that clever brain we know how i talk about the flip switch now we're in threat now we're not safe now we we feel like we have no one now we're full of cortisol now we're going to be fight flight or faint so now we're going to try and do something to make ourselves feel better because that's what humans do we'll 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 do something more or we'll do something less we'll get back into bed and hide we'll overeat we will overexercise. we won't go to work something's gonna happen to try and make okay. ourselves feel better yeah and so this is so i hear this story all the time i got up this morning i felt like i've lost weight i'm so excited for myself i get on the scale and i haven't and that leads to me being like well fuck it it's not working mm. and i'm never going to lose this weight so then i'm going to just eat whatever i want mm. and do you know what i mean and then i guess deal with it later or whatever yeah so we've got to catch it we've got to think is this worth it Okay, is okay. it worth it so this is a bit like embracing imperfection because if you okay. think you're only perfect if the scale has gone down then you're mm -hmm. going to be disappointed so then you might go whoa i'm i'm put you know i'm thinking imperfectionisms or all or nothings if I, if it hasn't gone down i'm a failure if it's gone down i'm i'm worthy okay and then we've got to think let's not be that rigid because if we're that rigid we're never going to manage disappointments 
Okay, and if we can't manage disappointments, then we're going to become angry, we're going to become disappointed. So we want to be able to weather this because that's what life is going to give us. And then once we're able to adapt our thinking, we're more likely to be able to think, I'm carrying on. This is worth it. It's worth this little bit of discomfort. Okay, because emotional reasoning is another trap. Okay, so that would be thinking, I'm emotional about this. This means it's not working. But actually, then you've got to think, is it worth going through this discomfort? Have you been unhappy long enough that it's about time to make a change, to do something different? Okay. But, that this is, is a big it, one. It is a big one. And also, I'm thinking about all the people who haven't seen the scale move yet. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the people who want this so bad. I'm trying to tell them it's a different way. It's totally normal for you not to lose right now, probably because of all the diets you've done before and the state of your body and all of that. Your body just needs a minute and all of that. But it's so this is why I have mad respect for people who stick around because everyone who sticks around is so happy that they've stuck around because mm -hmm. things start to come together for them. They end up being successful. But this is I want people listening mm -hmm. who are still here four weeks in who haven't lost any weight or people who are, you know, having their moments and they're so frustrated and they got the big feels to recognize like first of all take a minute and pat yourself on the back because you're still here yeah. it's yeah. so huge and when i say it's normal to have the, all the feels this is exactly what i'm talking about it's so it's so normal to have these yeah. feels if the win that day is that you turned up that's the win like mm -hmm. it's the win and your article that you put out last week or the week before james clear about the ice cube. I love it. I use that all of the time in psychology. We don't notice the difference until it happens. Okay. But it's happening already. Your heart is happier. Your lungs are happier. Your liver and kidneys are happier. Your digestion systems. Just because we might not be seeing it yet doesn't mean you aren't putting all that work in ready for your body to be honored. And it's worth it. It is worth honoring. Okay, so that so the thinking traps and so there's the blowing out of the proportion. Then we might jump to the conclusion. So the jumping to the conclusion would be, you know, it didn't work. You know, I'm never going to lose my weight. It, yeah, I'm I didn't before. Me. I'm not going now. And then we've yeah. got to catch it. Okay, and we want to we want to correct it by saying, hang on, does the past always determine my future? No, just because it didn't work before doesn't mean it's not going now. I'm here, just like you said. I'm here. I'm turning up. I am part of this team, I'm part of this tribe, I'm part of this community. Um, so then we want to think of the, you know, the alternatives. Okay, it, it didn't move, but that doesn't mean I haven't succeeded. And then we concentrate on all of those other things. Okay, so all or nothing thinking, very similar, but you want to be noticing, am I all in and really happy about myself when that happens? And am I all against myself when that happens? And is that fair? Yeah. Like, is it fair to myself that I can just basically break up with myself just because I had a bad moment? You know, if we were that flaky with our partners or our children, be terrible. But we're that flaky with ourselves. Okay, now I don't like myself. Now I don't, you know. Um, so word prisons are another thing. Try and catch if we're in our word prisons. And that's when we might be saying things like, I have to, the shoulds, you know, um, I must, I should, I have to, you know, and try and think, hang on, let's notice these words and be kind. So this is something called narrative psychology to be, um, you know, I'm always mindful of words. So instead of I have to, I want to, you know, instead of I, I have to get to bed early, I, you know, I get to rest this evening. 
you know um i want to i i all of these things you know you you are able to choose whether you want to do this and this is again you opting in that you want this no it's not being forced on you you don't have to you want to do this for yourself so that's a bit like you know remembering the the whys why are we here what are the goals who you know is it for inside worth you know what what is it for and it, hopefully it's not for the for other people you know it has to be for ourselves first yeah um so then so then we would work it out we would get a, we might get a, a journal we might get a, a thought diary and an emotional diary and we're going to start thinking about it okay we're going to notice if we've got the negative filter on okay and we're going to think right am i only letting the negative information in and stopping all of these positive bits of information coming in and then i would say change your glasses put your wipe off your glasses put your different glasses on and start looking at the positives that happened today so that would be even just being grateful looking around at the, the things that you have done today you know thinking of your five fantastics i always tell you know any client my children all the way up to my my adults and older adults five find five fantastics you know did the sun come out did the leaves turn red did the kitten scratch you less what were your five fantastics today okay i want to talk about that because it's not just easy to like capture and under like to be aware of your thoughts and mm. be aware of your patterns and so so i just want to highlight what you're saying here is the five fantastics that that that's very similar to writing five things that you're grateful about mm -hmm. uh in the morning that these these are actual real techniques it's work but this is this is part of like that habit is you have to you have to recognize it's happening in the first place and so yes it's like an is it a, is it a conscious choice to be aware like i would imagine it's a habit so how do we do you know what i mean like so we just automatically is starting by writing five positive things about yourself going to help you notice how negatively you're speaking about yourself like how do you even start to bring awareness to this good very good question because that's all about staying present as well mm -hmm. and we have to be present to be able to notice these things and often we're in the future or we're in the past okay so if you did challenge yourself to think about okay by by this evening i'm going to want to write down five fantastics just by you telling yourself that your brain is now going to be working on it in the end just behind the scenes Okay, it's going to start noticing that little old lady and the little old man walking hand in hand because now it knows it's got to find some stuff for the homework later or you'll see a lovely blue jay that you haven't seen all, all all autumn land and you'll think oh my goodness that could be one of my five fantastic so it starts to prime you it's like priming a motor or prime you know whatever it is it's about just starting and then writing it down and the more you write it down then the more you get reinforced, that's reinforcement is that you you have felt something by doing it. And you're like, that was nice. That was nice that I noticed five things. That made me feel good. Okay. Yeah. And so you're starting to hardwire the the looking for positives. Now we know that people that suffer or have a diagnosis of persistent depressive disorder or or anxiety or actually any mental health, if we give a particular screen to them, we're depending on their diagnosis, we'll, we'll put certain words, okay? So when I'm working with people with insomnia, I might put words to do with sleep on the, 
you know, like a pillow or the curtains or something like that. Now we know our eyes go towards that. Okay. So we fix onto the things that we find difficult. Now, if we start to train people to look for the positives, so if we give it a screen full of faces, somebody that's very sad can see that sad person's face in a hundred faces. They can see the one sad, like where's yeah. Wally, that sort of thing. So we retrain, we start saying, let's look for the positives. And the more and more we train our eyes to look for it, we start to wire, we start to, you know, because the firing's happening, we start to wire together and we're able to find those positives. Um, and it doesn't mean toxic positivity. It doesn't mean to say, we're just going to let everything happen and, and shine it up. We're also being realistic. You know, we're being realistic to think, yes, we're going to, nobody goes through their life without making a mistake, making, yeah. you know, doing a, some, making a poor decision. And it's about developing that sort of idea of resilience so that we can manage the waves that come in our direction. This happened and I'm okay. This, this disappointed me and, and I'm all right. Yeah. This is this. I see this all the time when it comes to weight loss, where you'll see people come in and they look for the negatives. Oh, it's, I don't have time to do this. And I, you know, this is so hard for me. And, you know, this isn't happening for me. And you just, you see, and they're not even really asking for help a lot of time. I call it planting the seeds of doubt where they're just this hmm. string of negative things. And this is where non-scale victories are such an important thing to focus on because you are stringing together all the positive things that you're, ha that are happening. And you're, you're looking for, I mean, even in our app, you can put the non-scale victories you want to achieve in there so you can look to see if you're achieving them. It's just that, that I think that positive energy is so it's forward moving where yeah. the negative is just, it, it keeps you so stuck where you are. And I can see how highlighting the pause, like your cute little kitty in the background, I can see in your video. I mean, that's <laughs> adorable. Cute little positive things that bring you joy or make you happy or spark a positive emotion is going to make you see more positive things happening and be more positive about your weight loss journey in general. Such a huge conversation. Okay. So what's next? So are we, are we capturing, have we canceled yet or what are we? So we would catch it. We'd say, okay, have I noticed that thought and is there a style to it? Is it one of, you know, one of those things that we've talked about all or nothing or, you know, um, magnifying the terribles, minimizing the good, then we want to cancel it. So this is, this is basically just reconsider, reconsider for a minute and think, is this fact? This is the questions I got. This is, is this fact or is this interpretation? Okay, is, and where is the evidence? You know, yeah. so we're going to start being a little bit um, challenging to our thoughts. You know, we don't want to say, you know, everything we think is wrong, but we just want to suspend judgment a little bit to think, am I a failure? Yeah. Or have I, has the, the weighing scales just not moved today? You know, and and so that's the bit that we just take some time considering. And that's where I'd say, what would I say to my daughter? What would I say to my son? Yeah. What would I say to my best friend or my partner? What? And that's when we're able to often take a different perspective. We're often more gentle. We're often more compassionate. We're often just, you know, more mindful of, of humans. It's, be, it's hard being a human. Um, so that's where we can't, we're, we're sort of canceling it. We're saying, hang on a minute. This, that was, that was very 
absolute that thought I thought um because and then we some of the stuff we say to ourselves we would never say to anybody yeah. like we're we cruel would be, aren't we we're cruel we would ourselves. be embarrassed and just mortified if we said out loud to other people the things that we say internally to ourselves yeah. it comes down that that being kind is is so huge yes it's it's the it seems easy, but when we've practiced not being kind to ourselves for so long, like you said, we've now built a habit around it. Um, and then we're going to start believing it. So that's that part of giving it some attention, looking at it, fleshing it out, asking yourself some questions. Because with, with CBT, we'd say, it, is it a fact? Like it might be a fact. Mm -hmm. that the scale didn't move but is your interpretation that you're failing true or false because right. because that's when you'd be able to look for the non-scale victories and that you're turning up and that you're at week four and that you're feeling better and you'll feel more vital and your skin is all fresh whatever those are because that's the interpretation okay yeah um it's a bit like saying, you know, somebody didn't say hi to me. That might be a fact, but you're interpreting that they're angry with you. They might just have something on their mind. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Um, God. And then we would correct it. So the correction is the reframe. Okay. That's another, it's just the catch it, cancel it, correct it is a, is, a, is a snazzy way of saying it, I suppose. But the correct it is to reframe it and think, could there be an alternative explanation? Could we be more gentle? And of course, when we're more gentle, number one, we're now practicing wiring to be more gentle with ourselves, noticing our dialogue, so having a better chance of changing it for the future. But also we haven't put ourselves into that threat system of telling ourselves off. So hopefully when we say, it's, it's okay, you know, it's okay, I, I did that yesterday. I, it doesn't mean that I am a bad person. Because within this, we'll often be able to find if we're shaming ourselves or whether we might, because we want to, we, shame and guilt are very different. Guilt is um, an external behavior. You know, we, we might say staying up late last night probably wasn't wise for passing my exam. So it, it's the behavior. Shame is I, I am a failure. So it's very different. And often when our, our thoughts are really mean, we're using the word I, I, you know, I am useless, I, I am worthless. Um, I, so that's much harder because we hide. Shame makes us want to hide from people. Shame makes us want to withdraw. We all know the feeling of shame. It's that sicky, horrible feeling that says you're, you're not deserving of the people around you. And, it, and it's very, very dangerous. So we want to move it to guilt and say, it's okay. I just did that thing and next time I'll maybe try and do it differently. But we've got to forgive ourselves. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I'm thinking dieting, obviously weight loss, um, cheat days, right? Feeling guilty about these words. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, right? No wonder the diet industry is like a fucking disaster um it's and i think it's shame is a is a big feel that a lot of people don't want to go into i think that that feeling of shame especially when it comes to weight loss and then weight gain so many times i think and then and then because the diet industry it's not a great thing but then so we're taught that dieting is bad. And yet here we are, we're all dieting because we still want to lose weight at the end of the day. Mm. And then you add the body positivity movement where you're supposed to love yourself and whatever. And it's, you know, you shouldn't want to lose weight now. And then it's just, it's piling the shame on top of shame on top of shame. That's why I want to redefine weight loss because it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the shameful thing that you're doing. So that can be a pretty deep emotion that a lot of people don't want to go into. Like just, mm. I don't want to go there. <laughs> You but know? you you described you listed then some huge landmines, didn't you? Because you're right. It, it's you don't want to look like you want to change. You don't want to be this. You don't want to be that. It's really difficult, um, you know, because people don't want to admit that they want to to be different. But humans naturally, humans want to level up. Naturally, humans generally want to to learn or grow or develop or evolve you know we're evolving constantly so there's nothing wrong with it um but there's going to be lots of people that are going to have different scripts around it you know for their own reasons whether you know maybe they haven't been able to manage it so they're going to be promoting don't change you know just stay the way you are you know lots of partners might get nervous you know they might have the belief oh my goodness if you change you won't want me anymore because we all have our, our CBT cycles, our, all of us have our schemas of, my goodness, if, if she or he loses weight, why are they going to stay with me? I want, I want right. her, to, her or him to stay exactly as they are. You know, it's, it's scary. Um, yeah. And yet we're still doing it. You know, we still are very appearance driven. You know, it's, it's my little boy's photo day today and he's, you know, <laughs> wanted his white hoodie done and his wings for his hair and it's cute. And I, and I you know, he's like, mom, should I smile with my mouth shut or with my full teeth? I said, just <laughs> smile just like you. I said, hopefully they'll make you laugh. I said, because then it's you. Um, yeah. But you think of how many parents well intended are, you know, wear this, wear that, you know, smile like this, don't smile like that. You know, it's one of my clients, ter- you know, set terribly sad, just remembers being six years old. And her mum was like, why did you smile? You've got the worst teeth, you oh know, and she's carried that for the rest of her life, you know, and you think, oh, you know. So we're um, up against, we're, we're up against some, some big, deep, like, 
feels some people traumas when it comes mm -hmm. to making change. I mean, not just in like, not just with weight loss, but just in life in general, anytime you're trying to change something in your life or even achieve something in your life, right? Like, and this is why yeah. I always say this program is so much bigger than what you were eating and when, or any of that. It's about actually making change and not just the physical changes, but the mental changes that you need to support your, your new lifestyle style, which is, which is really creating, would you, would you generalize and say, it's just, it's all about working through old habits and creating new habits, Likely. not just physically, but how we're tied into mentally. Yeah. And I cheat gosh, you say so much that I, my brain goes this way and then this way, then this way, because the, <laughs> some people, some people don't like us to achieve, do they? They don't want us to, because for whatever reason and we're embarrassed that we want to do a new you know course or a new change job or get a bigger house or get a smaller house or whatever those things are so there's that for sure and then what did you say was the other bit um oh it was really good that second bit that you were about to say about habits. habits yes because but what yes and habits they're really hard to break you know um but if we can break them they lower stress okay and we talked about this last time because habits actually make stuff easier okay we love to be ha habitual you know knowing knowing how to make our cup of tea or knowing how to drive or knowing how to you know um get into a good habit of i don't know cleaning the kitty litter it makes stuff easier that's what well, why we I'm gonna, build habits i'm going to stop you right there because habits make things easier habits mm -hmm. make things easier habits make things easier needs to be the mantra instead of old habits are hard to break we just focus mm -hmm. on how hard it is to break old habits and how old habits keep us stuck and mm -hmm. when in reality the new habits that you're working to create with this program and the process are going to make things easier including and not just weight loss but your ability to maintain your weight ah! yeah. and it's and it's real you know but but what do habits thrive on they thrive on success. Once we notice something is working, then we have the positive reinforcement. So the positive equals we get something. Reinforcement means we keep that behavior. Okay, so positive reinforcement will help a habit start to stick. And we've said, we, I've said it before that actually you, you need less motivation once the habit is really ingrained because it's happening then. It started to happen. Um, we then have more control over it and it's become a package, you know, instead of thinking five different separate things, you know, now most people now will be finding their water consumption easier. The, the habit of, well, I always have hot water, the habit of, of making my hot water, filling up my flask, you know, can't, it's just a habit. And then it's just, you don't have to think about it. That's a highway to fast. It's just, um, and so yeah we need to we need to think about this habits but we also and you brought up a good point a moment ago achievement is scary because it often it often relies on change of something change yeah. of context maybe change of friends change of people change of you know going to different places and deciding and this might feel selfish but we need to be selfish as a human we need to look after ourselves survival of the fittest is real um and then we can serve others around us our children our families um but we are going to have to think what it, what's holding me back 
you know, if I'm with maybe the wrong people, am I going to keep doing this or keep doing that? We've got to prioritize ourselves and think, how can I level up? And you'll have remembered me talking last time about the, the number one thing that actually was responsible for lowering smoking rates was changing the context, not telling people smoking is bad for you, not showing them their lungs are black and horrible, not showing them that they can't run up a, a hill, but just not letting them smoke. So they changed the context, like the context, they have to go yeah. outside now to smoke. They can't smoke in pubs and bars. Mm -hmm. And that was that was the best anti-smoking advert there was. Um, so that's what we have to do. We have to start thinking right in the context of my bedroom. I'm going to think positive thoughts when I wake up and plan for the day. In the context of my bathroom, I'm going to look at the weighing scales and just use it as information. In the context of my kitchen, I'm going to love my kitchen because food is not the enemy. I'm going to love my water. I'm going to love my movement. I'm going to love my sleep. And I'm going to love myself. That should have come first, but ultimately, you know, all circles back round. I love this comment. So many aha moments this morning. I can see I need to go much deeper into myself more. So I want to, I'm dedicated to finding me and letting my light shine. I mean, I, again, I love all of our guests because mm -hmm. I mean, it's a rabbit hole of a conversation, but it's highlighting why, why weight loss is so hard. Why, yeah. why it's so hard because we are resistant to change right? Because it's scary or whatever, or, you know, because it can change dynamics. And at the same time, we're dealing with habits, not just like physical things that we do, but we, the way our brain is wired to think. But I also love that there's a lot that you can do about it, but it seems like so much. I mean, I love that this program, we're approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles and we're bringing up all the feels and we're bringing up the awareness and, you know, you were in the moment. That's why we set intentions and end of day reflections. And we ask those four mindful eating questions and we're bringing awareness to how you're feeling every day. If we just had one thing to focus on, is it that if we just focused on the the capture cancel correct. So I get up today, I'm feeling amazing. I get on the scale. I'm just all of a sudden in a mood. So I'm capturing mm -hmm. what that I'm pissy about this. This is the, this is the label I'm putting to that. So I'm capturing, R write that. it down, write it down. Okay. And then I, then I cancel it. Like, this is not the truth at all. I'm still showing up there for this program. It's just a mm -hmm. piece of metal. It doesn't measure my self-worth or how well I'm doing on the program. It's just what's reflected right now today. The scale yeah. is going to move. I'm going to reach my goal. The correct would be, I am still showing up for myself. I haven't given up on myself. I'm amazing. Look at all the mm -hmm. things I've accomplished. I feel better. I had a great night's sleep last night. I'm doing the things that I need to do. I'm making real change in my life if we just focus on that is that going to mm -hmm. be the ticket to it it will really help it will really <laughs> help because the the road to change it's it's a long road you know it's one step at a time because the length of the time think of the length of the time you've been doing something it's gonna take time so we can't expect a quick fix you know you know, we, we grow taller slowly, you know, we grow our hair slowly, watching a kettle boil, we know not to bother. It's the, it's the same for us. But yes, that, that pause, that slowing down of those automatic thoughts is, is very, very important. Now, you might not be able to immediately 
look at it. But if you can catch the feeling and write it down, and then maybe you go downstairs and you have your water and you, you know, you have a think and later on, later on, maybe when you're less triggered or less physiologically aroused or less in that space, then give yourself time to, to, to be reflective. A little bit like if you're, if a child is in a swirl, you're not going to start asking them right there and then, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? Let, let's just change your thinking. We're going to say, tell me what, tell me what happened, you know, and, oh, that would be hard. So you'd be alongside them. And then you'd maybe say, you know, shall we go for a walk? And then while they're walking, they might talk more. And then they might come out with some real things. They might say, well, I felt jealous or yeah. I felt less than. And then we're able to say, wow, that's tough. That's a tough feeling. Where do you think that comes from? And it, they, then they might be able to speak more. And that's us. That's our inside voice as well. And yeah. then we might be able to be gentle and say, wow, man, if I was saying that, you know, that's a terrible feeling. Now, what would I replace that with? What would I like to, how would I like to speak to myself? And then write it down because generally we have the same cycle. So then when it happens again, maybe the very next day, maybe that afternoon or maybe yeah. a, m a month or two, we have it. We can think, wow, I've done that again. I've just beaten myself up with a stick. And then we want to just sit again and think, right, take myself for a walk, take myself for a talk. Yeah. Rather than what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Oh my God, what's wrong exactly. with me? And, and I love that you said that you might continue that behavior a couple more times until you're like, oh, wow, I keep doing this. This is yeah. why I keep doing that. I don't need to do that anymore. I say this all the time. Like, this is why it's not always about being perfect. Sometimes it's eating that thing mm -hmm. that you think is just you're missing out on that's going to bring you joy. You have it. You recognize, oh, it didn't actually bring me joy. Then you recognize the negative dialogue that happens after. And this is why we want to get you, get you to a place where you're not a loser. You haven't mm. ruined anything. You know, you've just, you chose to eat something, you know, and then you get up the next day and you just move forward. You haven't yeah. ruined anything just because you had something. Now, what you might recognize is that thing that you wanted so badly didn't actually bring you joy. You know, yeah. and you're like, oh, well, I, or you didn't even want it. You just had it, had the donut because Sally brought them in and everyone was eating it. And you might yeah. still grab that donut another couple of times. You might still talk negatively a couple of times, but if you bring awareness to it, eventually you're going to realize what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to capture it, cancel it, correct it. Sally brings the donuts in again. And you, you have now the wherewithal to be like, I, I actually don't want that. I didn't last yeah. time I had it. It did last few times. It didn't make me feel good. I don't need it. You know, I can just, so that is sort of slowly over time that behavior changes. It's not one and done. You, no. you, you write down five things, you capture, cancel, correct it. And then, you know, then you're good to go. It, this is kind of a, this is a, it needs to, this way of thinking needs to become a habit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. And to, and to notice then the, the behaviors that we do and don't do. Because when we think stuff, we feel stuff. And when we feel stuff and think stuff, we do stuff. Yeah. So if we can be kinder to, to our, our, our emotions and our thoughts, then we're less likely to need to do behaviors that sadly often make it worse. Yeah. Often our self-soothing ways can be not, not as sort of helpful as we would like. 
that we is that because is that because we want to feel our feels like we 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 let's say for oh my god we're gonna need another five hours <laughs> so i'm cognizant of the time because we don't have five hours we're gonna have you back is this why like festering in your funk for example i always say people have a lot of feels about their dieting history they've worked really hard spent a lot of money they they've put their faith into these diets that didn't work for them there's a lot there's a lot of feels and you know sometimes do we do things because we want to feel the feels like i want to be upset about this i want to be angry i want to be sad i want to be all those things i always say you can feel those and still do the things that you need to do like is there is there something to be said about like wanting to stay there and be angry at my weight loss history or or if you're if you feel like that does that mean that we're stuck and we need to move on like how do you know also that you maybe have some past traumas that are really really big that you know you could really benefit from actually seeing someone like yourself i know that was two really big questions but <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love talking you, to you so much. You, you, you always see me go. <gasps> um, <ooh>. we, <laughs> we are a product of our, our history. We are a product of our past. When we cap, when we spend time slowing it down, we might be able to find trauma because we might be able to hear those thoughts and those beliefs that we have developed about ourselves by slowing down to think wow where did that come from and then if we float back in time we might find it we might find it in our past a little bit like the client with the with the photograph and her teeth to be thinking wow i've been messaged a long time around this or my success was tied up with what i looked like or i was compared to my sister or my brother or my my neighbors you know, daughter or son. So we might be able to find those those feelings, you know, what we talked about that, this, the small T's, those things that should have happened but didn't, the lifting up of us, the celebrating us, you know, whatever we look like might not have happened and it might have added up to compound that feeling of, well, not the feeling of self-worth, lack of self-worth and, and self-efficacy and that belief in ourselves. Now, also, if we practice that a long, long time, likely we're quick to go right back there because, again, we're habits, you know, we want to catch it. We want to think, wow, where does this come from? You know, when I might notice, oh, my goodness, if you know, when I was young, I'd think, oh, my boyfriend wants to spend time with his friends. I become moody. Why? Why am I doing that? It's just familiar. It's familiar. And why would I do that? Maybe it's because I saw my mum do the same or I saw a friend do the same or I thought that's what you're supposed to do like we develop these schemas of oh yeah if they go and have fun we have to be stroppy now we don't we get to rewrite it but sometimes we're very comfortable in what we've learned to feel yeah so we go back into it we go back into angry or disappointed or it's the world and not me we externalize that it's yes. it's other people it's it's the it's the industry it was this it was that but ultimately we now have a chance to do it differently to think i'm going to do it for me because staying angry and bitter is not going to help us move forward we've yeah. got to think new day new start new me um not even knew me, still me, but I'm going to love me. 
Yeah, yeah. here's a and comment. Then- Do negative thoughts about my weight and progress or lack thereof prevent me from losing? Well, if you let those negative thoughts, whether they're coming from yourself or through someone else, stop you from doing the things that you need to do because you want to stay stuck and feel those feels on them, then yeah. Mm -hmm. In that way, like all of this will factor in for you. So many people don't follow through and on reaching their goals. And it's not because physically the diet doesn't work for them. It's because mentally they just, they stop showing up. They don't want to work through big feels. They fall back into old habits. They, would you agree? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's paying yourself attention every day. And if people don't want to and think they just have to do it quickly and then it's done, they're missing that this is an everyday thing, you know, that we brush our teeth every day for the long win and we brush our hair every day for the long, you know, whatever it is, it's every day turning up for yourself and then every day forgiving yourself if you you think that you've done less than you, you wanted to do, but it is every day. It's true. And then, and, um, base, I'll give you a trick this today. Base, B-A-C-E. So base B-A-C-E. today, B-A-C-E. So every day you want to do something for your body. Okay. That could be having a shower. That could be stretching. That could be going for a walk. That could be having a massage, something for your body. B. A, something for achievement, something that you're proud of, whether it's writing the list of what you want to get done for next weekend, whether it's clearing up your email, whether it's writing a new chapter to your book, um, achievement. C, connection, connect with people. This community is wonderful. Even that's a win. Every day people are making friends in your group and talking and supporting each other. And when we do that, our brain is so happy. We love helping people and being connected. So connection is really key, whether we're FaceTiming, phoning, writing a lovely letter, going for a walk with our friend. And then E, finally the E, enjoyment. Something every day. I want something in that day that you enjoyed, whether it's a game of chess, whether it's a dance it out, whether it's playing cards or playing, whatever it is, I want you to enjoy yourself because those are really important. Because if we... If I was giving you a 101 psychology, I'd be reminding you of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the basic needs first, like water, hydration, safety, things like that. And then we go up into these hierarchy of needs where we can finally, if we've got all those safety things, reach self-actualization. And that means we can level up. We can even, we can improve ourselves. But we better start with those four things for our body, achievement, connection, and enjoyment. I love it. Homework from Dr. Beverly this week. I know you're going to be back. I want to read this last comment. It sums up the conversation. Dr. Beverly, thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your time and wisdom. I mean, truly, your impact on my journey has been immeasurable. I listen to these lives over and over, rewiring my brain. I mean, this is the work. This is it. Yes, getting good sleep and managing your stress and moving your body and making sure you're eating nutrient-rich foods and following the program is really important. But this right here, this is the work that is going to lead to the, the ability to sustain and maintain your weight in the end. Plus, just help you live and design the life of your dreams at the end of the day. That's yeah. all we're trying to do. Yeah. And smile with all your teeth. <laughs>
I love you. I love our conversations. We have so much to talk about. Uh, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to reinforce practicing my three C's because I still struggle with that as well. I got a lot of guilt and shame, especially when tied into motherhood and my, my past journeys as well. I'm also going to practice base, body achievement, connection, and enjoyment. Uh, we're all walking away with home, homework. More to do. More, we're going to just More throw this do. under our maximizing umbrella. Uh, Dr. Beverly, thank you so much. I know people are going to ask where they can find you. Okay. So on my website, yourpsychologycenter.ca, on my Instagram, which I never know what it is, but people always seem to find me. But definitely follow me because I'm about to start putting more things out. And okay. then I loved your segment on sleep because you know I'm sleep doctor. So tell everybody to sign up for my sleep program quick because it starts next Monday. The oh. first one is sold out. The set, so I'm running another one, but they can absolutely do that. It's a six weeks cognitive behavioral therapy for, for poor sleep, for insomnia. So it'll go through the evidence-based treatment plan for improving sleep. And then the calming your anxious brain that sold out but if there's enough demand definitely i'll run another one um because you you like your your group are phenomenal and it's overwhelming and i wish i wish i could have more time to be able to see everybody but groups are a very very effective way of of hopefully skilling people up with that little bit of extra that they might need to to help I want to talk to you about maybe doing some master classes. Some, some I would love that. Yeah, these kind of like niche conversations, you know. That's so uh, funny. Those... I've written master class for Gina. <laughs> so it's like you read, read my mind. It's like it's meant to be. It's meant to be. I love that. I I do wish that we would have scheduled a conversation about sleep. What you have to say about sleep is is different um, than Alana and her amazing tips in regards to sleep hygiene. You actually go into how lack of sleep can affect the choices that you're making and what's really happening there on a deeper level. Um, I would definitely love to have that conversation with you. I think so many people would benefit, but of course, then you'd have to offer another (laughs) course. We'll do it. We'll do it. (laughs) can you please send me the details though send me the details so i can share it with our community um okay our time is definitely up i love you i love our conversations i'm already looking forward to our next one thanks dr beverly thanks for watching everyone see you soon (laughs) bye-bye small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.